Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, Oregon. It's Thursday, March 12th. This is Elliot Noose with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Oregon Governor Kate Brown announced a plan late Wednesday to call off any gathering of more than 250 people across the state in hopes of slowing the spread of the new coronavirus. It's the most drastic measure taken by state officials so far, and it means a slew of sports matches, concerts, runs, conferences, lectures, and other planned events won't happen. The ban would take effect immediately and last for four weeks. In a written statement, Brown said, We are seeing cases across multiple counties and age groups, and in people exposed through different circumstances. It's time for us all to do what we can to slow its spread and take care of one another. Brown said schools should remain open, but all non-essential school-associated gatherings and group activities, such as group parent meetings, field trips, and competitions, should be canceled. She also issued guidance for employers, saying that all measures should be taken to increase physical space between employees, to limit meetings, and stagger work schedules. Brown was expected to say more about the state strategy to slow the coronavirus' spread during a news conference Thursday morning. The University of Oregon and Oregon State University said Wednesday they are moving to online-only classes and final exams to help prevent the spread of coronavirus. The schools are also canceling all non-essential gatherings of more than 50 people. Portland State University said Wednesday it is strongly encouraging its campus to move to online classes for the remainder of its winter term, including next week's final exams, and that most spring-term classes will be offered remotely. As recently as Sunday, state health officials recommended that schools keep campuses open to minimize disruptions. But this week brought a growing nationwide shift to online-only class instruction in higher education amid concerns over the rapidly spreading coronavirus outbreak. The state's guidance had drawn a backlash from some university professors, including three University of Oregon professors living in Italy, which has been locked down in an attempt to stop the rapidly spreading virus. Meanwhile, the NCAA announced that men's and women's college basketball tournaments would be played without fans because of coronavirus concerns. Portland officials are beginning to limit public events in an effort to curb the spread of the new coronavirus, COVID-19. Mayor Ted Wheeler said Wednesday that city bureaus have been told to limit large gatherings. City officials are also taking steps to limit the virus's spread among Portlanders who are homeless by placing portable toilets and hand-washing stations in 14 locations across the city. People who are staying in shelters who are 60 or older with pre-existing health conditions who would be particularly vulnerable to the virus will be moved temporarily into motels and other locations. Candidates for Portland City Council had plenty of opportunity to disagree at a candidate forum on transportation issues on Tuesday. But disagreements were more difficult to find than empty seats at the three-hour event. Virtually all of the 19 candidates on stage said they oppose a proposal to widen Interstate 5 at the Rose Quarter, at least as the project is currently designed. Many said they want to see public transit made free for all. 
Others pushed for more protected bike lanes and sidewalks in East Portland and other parts of town where there are none. The format stifled much of the drama. The candidates were given the questions in advance, and questions from the audience were not allowed. The event was sponsored by a handful of Portland transportation advocacy groups, including the Street Trust and Bike Loud PDX. Portland police supervisors ignored concerns about use of federal grant money intended to test a backlog of sex assault kits, according to a new city audit. Police Bureau finance staff tried for close to two years to get police supervisors to address the concerns, but they got nowhere, the audit found. Eventually, a tipster called the city's fraud hotline last April to report that at least one employee, and possibly more in the sex crimes unit, were doing non-grant work and submitting inaccurate timesheets. Some $428,000 are in question, including pay for a civilian public safety aide who was doing her college homework on the job. Portland Police won the grant from the U.S. Department of Justice's National Sex Assault Kit Initiative to track the analysis and investigative follow-up for about 2,000 untested kits that were sent to a private lab for testing. Food critic Michael Russell is out with his list of the 40 best inexpensive restaurants in the Portland metro area. Only real-deal restaurants where mains average $13 or less were considered. You can find the whole list at OregonLive.com dining. And for more news stories, pick up today's copy of The Oregonian or head to OregonLive.com. <laughs>